Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome back to another Pulse of Israel, Israel at War update here again in our beautiful Judean hills, ancestral, indigenous, biblical homeland where we are not leaving. And I want to start out with this because it's very interesting. Anyone who's been following me or following the news of Israel knows that because of the horrific massacre by the Hamas, Gazan Arab Muslims massacring over a thousand innocent Jews, that Israel evacuated all of the Jewish communities that are on the uh, border of, of Gaza, right? Hopefully one day soon. We're going to get rid of that border. There won't be a border because Jews will be living on that side as well. In the meantime, for now, because the war is taking place in Gaza, uh, in order to provide safety for all of the Jewish families who live in those communities that were attacked or almost attacked, but in that area of being attacked outside Gaza, they were all evacuated. They're all being hosted in different hotels, communities all over uh, the rest of Israel, including here in the Judean Hills. We have a number of communities from, from the Egyptian border who are living here right now. Same thing for up north, because uh, the state of Israel understands, and Israelis understand, that Hezbollah in the north planning to do the same type of massacre, and they're even more powerful and more dangerous with 100,000 plus rocket missiles and very, very trained uh, military Hezbollah fighters also planning to infiltrate the border and infiltrate Israeli communities. So the northern communities have also been evacuated and they live in other places around the country. And no one knows when they're going to go home. Hopefully soon, as soon as possible, but no one knows when they're going to go home. All those families are living indefinitely in temporary housing, uh, hotels, friends, empty apartments, etc. We all know that our Arab Muslim enemies surrounding us here in Judea and Samaria are also planning to attack us one day. And right now the call is going out from certain people in Judea and Samaria saying, folks, do not leave your homes. We're staying. Even though there's this threat, if the day comes and they threaten and they're afraid, the army is afraid that they're going to be attacking, we're not leaving. We're staying and we're fighting and we're defending our homes with the army, with our communities, and we're not, not to evacuate. That call is already going out now because the message has to get out to our, our neighbors that no matter how scary you think you are, and they're scary because they're barbaric evil people doing things out of their religious conviction. Again, understand, the Islamic Jihad allows them to do all this. Not all Muslims believe it, but a good 20, 25% of Muslims around the world believe it and are supporting, supportive of it. But we're not afraid. We're going to stay in our homes and we're going to fight them off and not let them do to us what they did to our fellow Jews down south. And we're not going to have Jews running away from their communities again. Because, and we understand, while there is support for Israelis to move back to their homes down south, and there is support for Israelis to move back to their homes up north, there are plenty of powerful Israelis, including still in the media, the academia, the deep state, who will do everything possible to stop us from living in Judea and Samaria. 
So we can't leave because if we do leave, not only are we going to be having to deal with the horrendous, evil, barbaric ways of our enemies trying to stop us from living here, we're going to have to deal with our deep state and the deep, deep left that is entrenched in the in the media and academia and and, and whatever and the courts that are going to do everything possible to just stop us from coming back to our homes. So we have to stay in our homes in Judea and Samaria, protect ourselves, and understand us remaining in our homes in Judea and Samaria and Jews living in Judea and Samaria, we are the protection for all of Israel. Just like the communities outside Gaza, just like the communities inside Gaza, right? The Jewish communities of Gush Katif, they were the communities for all of Israel. Because had we had communities there, Hamas would have not gotten all those, those rockets and weapons and they wouldn't have been able to attack all of Israel with rockets, wouldn't have been able to attack the other Jewish communities outside of Gaza. We, the Jews who live in Judea and Samaria, are protecting all of the Jews who live in Tel Aviv, in Haifa, in Kfar Saba, in Netanya. We are the protection blanket for all of Israel. So we're not going to be... We can't shouldn't leave our homes, we're not going to leave our homes. That's one thing. Now, for the update of the war, what's going on? Well, again, we're continuing to do all the work in Gaza. No big updates there, except unfortunately, every every day we still have some soldiers who are killed. Again, we're fighting, and we're fighting evil, evil enemies, with thousands of them down underground still, just waiting to do what they want to do, and we have to uh, we have to find our hostages who are underground, so we can't just flood the place and kill them all. It's going to be crazy. I hope we have smart, smart people figuring out the right way on how to kill all those terrorists in the tunnels without harming the hostages. Please, everyone, pray, pray, pray for the right decisions and for the right things to happen in order for that to happen. In the meantime, the Hamas booby-trapped everything, so we're being very careful, but we're losing soldiers, um, unfortunately, uh, every day, but thank God low numbers. That's in terms of Gaza. Again, another day where Hezbollah shot anti-tank missiles at civilians up north near the northern border. And today another Israeli civilian was killed by a Hezbollah anti-tank fire. And it's like, we know, and I've told you this before, we know there will be a war up north. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Because the people up north won't move back to their communities until the threat of Hezbollah is totally removed because they're not going to want to live there. They know Hezbollah built tunnels underneath. They know they are they, they have all these weapons to shoot and to infiltrate the border and all their rockets. So people up north do not want to move back to their homes up there until the Hezbollah threat is taken away. Um, so we know it's going to happen. And for whatever reason, I'm not going to go into the, into the, the geopolitics of this right now, uh, officially, Iran is saying uh, is is not allowing Hezbollah and all their proxies around us to go to war against us. But with each day, they are raising the level of heat of on shooting at us, shooting at Israeli soldiers, shooting at civilians, and of course we have to retaliate. Um, the day is going to come where it, it's going to blow up into a full fledged war up north. Again, the question is when. Uh, and we do know, and uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu just said this again today, that he basically said, you guys, you're playing with fire, you're going to get fire. The more fire you fight, you fire at us, you're going to get fire. But then as a message to the Israeli people, he said, ideally, they first want to create st stabilization and get rid of Hamas in Gaza before going to war against Hezbollah up north. So Hezbollah is playing with fire, and it's only a matter of time before they... Uh, before they, they, 
there is a full-out war up north against Hezbollah and the Iranian proxies in Syria, etc. Uh, question is, when is that going to happen? And how long can Israel take the continuing um, escalation of, uh, of, of military um, and firing from Hezbollah until we have to launch a full-out war up north? Okay, going back to Gaza for a second. Again, I've spoken about this before. Hamas was elected by Gazans, right? You want to know the reason why there hasn't been an election for the Palestinian Authority in Judea and Samaria for like 18, 19 years? Because the Palestinian Authority run by Ahmoud Abbas, which is Fatah, the PLO, they know that if there, were be, there would be elections, Hamas would win, right? There's not much of a difference between them. They all believe in killing us and using the billions of dollars to be, to be rich and be corrupt and not helping their people and using uh, their educational systems and the televisions to teach their children to kill Jews and destroy the Jewish state of Israel. That's not the big difference between Fatah and Hamas, the Palestinian Authority and Hamas. The major difference is Hamas is more brutal for religious reasons and Fatah is more for secular, more of a secular perspective and having us bleed out slowly in terms of trying to destroy the Jewish state of Israel. That's the difference. Otherwise, they both agree with the same goals, to kill Jews and destroy the state of Israel. But there have never been elections for 18, 19 years because Mahmoud Abbas and his Fatah people know Hamas will win because most of the Arab Muslims in Judea and Samaria are like their Arab Muslim brothers, cousins in Gaza. They support Hamas. They support the brutality, the evilness. Um, so that's the reason there hasn't been any elections. So the population in Gaza, it's like the British and the Allies attacking Germany. You go after Nazi Germany and many civilians were killed. There were no humanitarian corridors or the Allies giving food and gas to German citizens as they were trying to destroy the Nazis. No, they were trying to destroy Nazi Germany. And yet here we have Biden and the whole world pressuring Israel to give humanitarian aid and to give gas. We all know Hamas takes all the gas. Hamas takes all the food. There's just a video from yesterday of Hamas beating up Gazans who were trying to take food that was given to them, humanitarian, uh, the front that Israel allowed in. Hamas is taking it for themselves. They're not letting the regular Gazans have it. They're evil people, even evil to those who voted for them and support them. It's insane that the world is the world knows this. Not they're being blind to it. They allow it to happen and they're being silent about it. So Israel, right, the state of Israel, because we want to show how we're good people and moral, even though it makes no sense and it's immoral, we brought in, yes, there are videos of Israeli soldiers bringing gasoline canisters to the hospital so the hospitals can have gas because they still complain. Every few days they go, we're running out of gas. 48 hours, we're up, no electricity. 48 hours, no electricity. 40, they've been saying this for three weeks. They still have electricity. Not only that, Hamas has tons of gas. And you ask me, Israel should have bombed the gas of Hamas because that's what helps them have energy for their tunnels. We should have bombed their gas. But we haven't. Why haven't we done it? Because if we would bomb the gas, then the whole world would be upset at us and then to have us stop our war and stop us from being able to save ourselves. It's insane. We have to be immoral and help our enemies in order that the Western enlightened world can give us support to destroy our enemies. Does that make any sense? Make no sense whatsoever. Welcome to being a Jew. Where logic doesn't work because the whole world doesn't really support us and doesn't want to allow us to do what's necessary to protect ourselves. So that's the insanity of the other day. You saw videos of Israeli soldiers 
risking their lives, right? Risking their lives because Hamas has tunnels. Again, these hospitals, we should stop calling them hospitals. They're Hamas headquarters. They're military headquarters. They're not hospitals. The, the world's telling you, oh, it, the Israeli army is getting close to the hospital. No, the Israeli army is getting close to Hamas headquarters, which is beneath the hospital, where Hamas uses the hospital and the doctors and the patients as human shields to stop us, the Israeli army, from defeating Hamas. All right, so they shouldn't be called hospitals. They should be called military targets, Hamas headquarters. They're under all the bases and they have soldiers running through the hospitals because the tunnels are underneath the hospitals. So it's insane. That's our situation. That's the challenge of us having of how we're supposed to defend ourselves and protect ourselves when we have to give humanitarian aid and gas to our enemies because we know it's going to Hamas. We know Hamas takes it. Hamas is in charge of Gaza. It's insane. But, but that's the only way the world will give us support, not stop us from fighting. Okay. Now, I want to jump to the, to the Biden-Blinken plan again. I want to give you I want to give you a little insight because God works in strange ways and yes I'm a believer I believe God runs the world I believe people are evil people make bad decisions people create massacres God's managing the macro of everything going on in the world and then it's people who use their free will to do bad things okay that's my little uh, theology on uh, on one foot as they say in any case God works in strange ways why the Biden administration, the Western world, they want to use this, and I've spoken about this before, they want to use this Gaza war for Israel to defeat Hamas, destroy Hamas, to then hand over Gaza to the Palestinian Authority, right? And again, I just explained to you before, the Palestinian Authority is the same as Hamas. They just want to destroy us. They want to kill Jews. They teach their children to kill Jews. They want to destroy the Jewish state of Israel. There is no difference, okay? Not only that, it's a paper tiger. The only reason the Palestinian Authority exists is because Israel supports it to stop Hamas from taking over and ruling Judea and Samaria as well. So it's a paper tiger. There really is no official Palestinian authority. It's a name only. Most of the cities in Judea and Samaria are run by, by, by gangs, by Hamas gangs. Palestinian authority is really just a piece of paper and allows the world to say, oh, there's a Palestinian authority. That's it. So here's the deal. Their plan is to turn Israel's victory in Gaza over Hamas to hand it over to the Palestinian Authority. What, but they have a miscalculation. The miscalculation is what Hamas did to us was so brutal, so horrific, that you have leftists today who understand that we can never allow any Arab Muslim entity to have any control over any lands near us and that Israel has to have control. You have leftists. You have leftists today who sound more Kahana-like than right-winger Kahanaists, right? You have leftists who, who are the, the founders of the peace now, insane, naive peace movements who today are talking about not allowing one Arab to remain in Gaza, right? Just so you know, the kibbutzim that were massacred and decimated on the Gaza border were some of the biggest leftists and founders of the biggest, most problematic and destructive left-wing organizations. And today they're coming out and saying, we, are wrong. we were wrong, we have to make Gaza a, a parking lot, and they don't want any Arab to live there. These are the leftists, okay? Not every leftist, but enough, but this is how some leftists in Israel are talking today, and definitely some of them that used to be the biggest peace 
supporters because they didn't understand our enemy. Now they understand our enemy. The Israeli people will not allow a two-state solution. Never. The Israeli people will not allow the world and the Biden administration to force us to hand over Gaza, the Palestinian Authority. Because Hamas was so successful in showing off their evil, barbaric Muslim ways that it woke up the Israeli people. So this, and, and again, it's not just a wake-up process on a political uh, aspect dealing with our enemies. It's also a spiritual aspect. Israelis today are more united than ever before. And here's the thing. I always told you, in the year of all the crazy, horrific, anti-judicial reform protests that were dividing our country, that were calling for Israelis to not serve, and had Israeli soldiers saying, we're not going to serve, we're not going to serve, and that the right-wingers and Bibi and us settlers were the biggest enemy, were bigger enemies to Israel than Hamas, right? That's what I, I was always telling you, folks, it's not true. We're a united country. And even though it's not felt right now, and even though the headlines are not right now, are, are, are dividing us and these horrific leaders are dividing us we are one people and it's going to come out it's going to come out that we're one people and people would ask me how do you know i'm like i don't know but things are going to happen god's going to work things something's going to happen that it's going to come out we're going to come out and be more united and stronger than ever before well we had this horrific horrific tragedy again done by horrible evil Arab Muslims who live in Gaza and with the support of the Arab Muslims in Gaza, Judea and Samaria and Iran and whatever around the Arab Muslim world. They're the ones that created this tragedy, but the heavens, right? God has orchestrated it that since this tragedy happened, now the Jewish people are uniting like never before. You have religious, secular, ultra-Orthodox, secular, uh, coming together, uh, volunteering together, serving in the army together. Like, unbelievable. It's an unbelievable spiritual process of creating with our, our mutual Jewish identity, regardless of, of religious level, that's happening. And it's an unbelievable process to be seeing and witnessing. And please God, it will continue. Of course, please God, this war should end as quickly as possible. But I do believe that this unity will continue. The, 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 the horrible horrible anti-Jewish extreme in the media and academia and, and within the deep state of the judicial system, they will still go back to trying to create the division and make it seem to the world like the division is still there and, and to bring down Israel and weaken Israel and topple the government. But I believe most Israelis, and I've heard this from so many Israelis, who they've said they were at the anti-judicial reform protest and today they regret it and they're not going back. They realize how dangerous and how wrong they were totally wrong so even please god when this war ends as soon as possible we are going to see a continuation of the unification and a strong unification of the jewish people here in israel standing up for our strong united jewish identity despite our differences and we have differences again whether political or religious the unity is going to continue so biden and blinken and the united nations they can continue making their evil evil plans because they don't care about the jewish state of israel they don't care about our lives they have other interests involved. Once, time, once in a while, it intersects with our interests. But overall, they don't have our interests involved. If they had our interests involved, they would not be pushing the Palestinian Authority, a corrupt, evil organization that uses U.S., European taxpayer money to teach kids to hate Jews, kill, how to kill Jews, and to destroy the Jewish state of Israel. They wouldn't be supporting that. They wouldn't be allowing it to support terrorism and give payments to terrorists. They wouldn't give, be giving money to UNRWA that does all that same thing, that UNRWA is basically Hamas. They wouldn't. 
So that's how you know America and Europe, the United Nations, they don't care about what happens to Israel just right now because it intersects with their interests. They're supporting us at the moment. So when we say thank you for your support right now, definitely say thank you. We should always say thank you. But ultimately, their ultimate goals is not to allow us to protect ourselves. Understand that. But regardless, we, the Jewish people of Israel, we're home. We're so blessed after 2,000 years of exile and persecution and exile and persecution and being defenseless, not being able to stand up for ourselves. We today, and I, I do this whenever I can, we are so blessed to stand up for ourselves and have our guns and an army, even when now we have leaders who make mistakes and military leaders who make horrific mistakes. For 30 years, they've been making horrific mistakes that brought us to this point. But at least we still have our homeland and we still have our army and we're going to correct those mistakes and stand up for ourselves. And it, like I tell you all the time, I teach my boys and I have four boys, all, who one day, two have already been soldiers and another two on the way, that even though it's mandatory according to Israeli law to serve in the Israeli army, for me, I appreciated this as a child and I'm giving over this message to them. I don't look at it as mandatory. I look at it as a privilege to have the opportunity to stand up and defend my people and my homeland after my ancestors were defenseless and not able to do that for over 2,000 years. So we're home and we're not leaving. We're not leaving Judea and Samaria. We're going to go back down south. We're going to go back up north. We're going to resettle Jewish communities down south in Gaza. We're going to settle communities, resettle, right? Because we used to live also up in Lebanon before it was Lebanon. Jews, Jewish, Jewish, Jews used to live there, especially during Bible times. We're going to move up there one day. And there are going to be so many Jews coming here because it's, it's becoming dangerous in France and Britain and Germany and America. And with, e with each month, with each year, more and more Jews are going to be coming home from all over the world because here is home. Here we can defend ourselves. And please God, yes, we're the solution. And then anyone who lives with us under the Jewish state of Israel will be blessed because it's only under the Jewish state of Israel that you can have a Jew, a Christian, a Muslim, a Bedouin, an atheist, a Baha'i, living together in peace and prosperity with freedom and equality, un only under the Jewish state of Israel. Signing off from the beautiful, ancestral, biblical, indigenous Judean hills. If you are not yet a subscriber to my Pulse of Israel videos, go to pulseofisrael.com and click to subscribe. And if you like this video and you want more people to see it, go click the donate button on pulseofisrael.com so we can have the money and the ability to promote this video or other videos to be seen by many more people. Shalom, everyone. Thanks for watching. Am Yisrael Chai.